Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. In the Great Hall of the Justice League, there are assembled the world's four greatest heroes. Four! And it's actually four! Oh, it's so nice, but he must not have been here for a while because he didn't even put his Uh, fist in with us. Don't know what that's about. I'm rusty! I'm rusty. The DC Movie News, that rusty man over there, Johnny LaQuasto, joining us again today. We get the pleasure of having him in the house. I mean, why? Come on. This is one of the biggest weeks uh, you could argue of the entire uh, past year. So, yes, we all need to be together for this. It really is, which is crazy. Adam Gertler uh, moving towards his screen in excitement. Namaste, friend. Namaste. Yes. Yes. Wow. This is definitely one of the biggest news since we started this show, like, I think, eight years ago. In, uh, in both areas, in TV time and in movie time, we've got big news today. So some uh, of it is sort of both, right? I mean, yeah, true, very true. Uh-huh. Mike Kalinowski, yeah. chewing away on some DC snacks. You damn right, chewing down, getting to the getting to the meat of it, the gristle. Are you I don't eating? Know. I mean, an apple. I'm eating thing? an apple oh. and some almonds. It's my post workout meal, rocks. Okay, well, I'm just so glad we're here to witness it. Yeah. Such a, <clears throat> such a monumentous, monumental This is what moment. you get when you get Quarantine Mikey, boy. All right, Quarantine Mikey in the house. Also, our amazing producer, Ryan Nilsson here, as excited as ever. They're All releasing that. the Snyder Cut. Oh, my God. I'm losing right. my mind. So I guess uh, cat's out of the bag. We are, of course, today going to be talking about hashtag release the Snyder Cut because, yes, we've been talking about it every single week for the last two years, and now we actually have something to talk about. We'll be expressing our thoughts, feelings, going back through things we've said before, (laughs) uh, clarifying, I guess, and also other huge news this week. Uh, Ruby Rose stepping away from Batwoman slash Batwoman stepping away from Ruby Rose. Mutual departure after she was following after Val Kilmer. Do you think she was just like (laughs) following up on Val Kilmer's comments and she's like a big Kilmer head and she's like, no, I got to follow Val. Must be She's like, there is no Batwoman. There is no, it's all fake Batwoman. What I will say is that I think that whoever she's following uh, from comments, this is the biggest TV recasting ever. I would put this as the number one biggest television recast of all time. Really? Bigger than Darren from Bewitched. Yes. Yes. Bigger than Vivian from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yes. Yes. She's the titular character, but we'll get Hold into on. that. We'll get into all that in TV time. I got to think about that. I don't know about that, Rox. That's big. That's, M- ball. that's balls. I know you want me to hold on, but I cannot because we have to get this episode started. All right. Uh, and let's just jump right into it because it is the big topic of the day today, guys. Release the Snyder Cut. Uh, Holy Jesus. I know. Jamarian you know. Joseph. 2021, guys. HBO Max will be getting a Snyder Cut. 
uh, something that we have been talking about again for the last <clears throat> couple of years. Ad nauseum. At nauseum. That at, is no, very... Roxy, it's ad nauseum, not at, ad nauseum. It's it's Latin. Is that yes, true? Papa. Ad, A-D, ad nauseum. Ad nauseum? Yes. yes, ad nauseum, not well, at I'm nauseum. I'm learning so many new things. I'm me. teaching that, Roxy. You teach me about going ham. I teach you about ad nauseum. You know what I also learned this week? What's all that? intents and oh. purposes. For all intents and purposes. Do you yeah, think it was all saying, intense, like I've, going intense? Intensive. I've been saying oh. all intents and purposes for quite some time no, now. All, so For all intents and purposes. Well, for all intents and purposes, we have been talking about this ad nauseum for mm-hmm. several years, and we're going to be talking about it more on today's show. Well mm-hmm. done. Well done, Rox. Thank Putting you. them together. Uh, our group chat has been lit this week. Ah! Uh, that's yeah. our text for those listening and watching. That's a text we have. It's not like some thing we've got. It's just a text thread. What do you mean, Mike? You, you made it sound like you said chat. So I, I didn't know if they thought like maybe there's a video where they could see us doing this chat thing because in like live chats and stuff. No, it's just our it's little. It's called a group chat. It's called a group text. It's okay. It's a text. It's okay. not chat. it's both. chatting. It's text. Let's, it's both. Well, it's if we're going to fight about this, the good thing is we're going to agree about the Snyder Cut because are just we? by a show of hands, who here is excited that we are releasing the Snyder Cut? Are you kidding me? That is every single one of us. And I want that to be remembered throughout this entire stream today as we talk about this, because we have, of course, been doing this show in real time. And in real time, you go through different life phases where you don't know to what extent this cut exists. You don't know if we're ever going to see it. And we have been talking about it week in and week out. So yes, if you pull old footage from this And I'm talking about this because we've been getting a lot of fans saying you guys at some point didn't believe in the Snyder Cut. Some non-fans. Well, hold on. And let's talk about this, Rox. Mm -hmm. Very true. Um, And I think we've all on this panel, I think that's why people like the show. And I I know I love it, is we all have different opinions. Yes. Like, I am a diehard BVS fan of any, I don't think anyone else in this panel likes that film. So it's, it's, I think that's what's great where you don't always all agree. You know, there are different, you know, we've all talked about the years like, so several of us have hated that Zack Snyder keeps posting pictures and other of us keep loving it. So it's like, but the thing we have that's personalities, all, all, the thing we have in common is we all love DC. Correct. And so you have different opinions on what we want to see. Um, but I think at this point, the fans have worked very hard and tirelessly to get it out there that they want this Snyder cut released. And then not only do the fans want it, but Zack Snyder has been very clear about it. So yeah. let's go through the timeline a little bit because our amazing producer, Ryan, put this Ryan together. Nelson, put this fantastic. together for us. Ryan is um, the voice Rox, of Before our... you could go on here, Rox. Yes, yes. And there's a thing to say, like anything in any fandom. And, and I kind of addressed this a little bit yesterday in one of my posts. There's a great group of people that were fighting for this. And then there's a toxic group that were fighting for this. That anytime you mention Zack Snyder, not negatively just anything they lash out with like this venom right i speak to the people that are like this core group that were just like hey we want this movie he made it get it out there i have definite comments on that mikey okay we'll get to it i'm sorry we'll get to it so going through this timeline as uh ryan calls it a brief recap of the history (laughs) of the movement i feel like i need some kind of theme music the movement Um, sounds like you're going to the bathroom oh my god bowel movement yeah, no. Just we, eat your apple. You eat get your it? apple, friend. You got it. May 22nd. I'd like to take you guys back to 2017. May 22nd. 
It is announced that Zack Snyder was stepping away from Justice League after his family tragedy. We talked about it on this show at the time, of course, and it was horrible. Um, We all want nothing but the best for Zack Snyder. I know that individually some of us have met him throughout the years or had small interactions with him, but we've all been fans of his. um, And he, from everybody in the industry, he seems like a great guy. But that was 2017. Uh, That was three years ago today. 2000 wow the 22nd that's crazy does that feel like three years ago to you no nope no is that really the release date is today really the day i think someone no, that's someone when he was, out. announced that he was, was stepping it, it was away announced. from justice league oh. it was three years ago today three years ago today it's so amazing that, that it, it's not almost three years ago that we all got to have the opportunity to see justice league together private screening on the studio lot on that's the lot baby hard to believe yeah uh, November 17th, 2017, Justice League opened up in theaters worldwide, uh, and that got a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes for the critics and a 70% really? for the audience. That's how that uh, breaks down today. So that was in November. And November 24th, November 24th, so this came out on the 17th, uh, <laughs> a week later, there were reports of Justice League being micromanaged more than originally thought. That was coming from Vanity Fair, and a lot of other websites ran with it. July 7th, 2019, so fast forward a year and a half, Zack Snyder revealed Cyborg's grave scene. We remember right. watching that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, if I had to guess, this was a Vero original. That, all uh, this stuff is Vero, pretty it's, much. It's all a Vero drop. October 5th, 2019, Justice League storyboard reveals Martian Manhunter was in the Snyder Cut. We also Which discussed that on this show. Kevin, uh, uh, Kevin, um, Henry, Henry, Henry Lennox, his character, Swan, Swanback, Swanwick. Yes, ma'am. What? Swanwick. November 15th, 2019, Snyder teased Superman's true resurrection. Uh, he has yet to rise. Bum, bum, bum. He was doing those, yeah, as we're seeing in this timeline. They weren't like, it was very sporadic. Yeah, yeah he was He was uh, sprinkling. He was doing yeah. a sprinkle I can just thing. Uh, interject here. This is the one thing for more than four years that I've been curious to see because if you remember Zack Snyder talking about, you know, Superman, is he going to be in Justice League? He's like, yes, everyone knows he's going to be back, but you don't know how he comes back. That's the one thing I can't believe we're finally going to get answered. I was so curious about that. This was like a show that got canceled before it had a chance to end. And now you're going to like, it got picked up again. Well, Adam, you might have to wait a full six hours till you see that, but it will be answered. (laughs) Uh, We'll see. Uh, Okay. Moving forward to November 17th, 2019. Feels like 2019 was yesterday, but no, it feels like 2019 feels like that was five years ago well to each their own ben affleck gal gadot ray fisher jason momoa all showed support by tweeting hashtag release the snyder cut and yeah what was this date again rocks what was it i'm gonna remember november 17th okay i'm gonna talk about this when we were done with the timeline that's very important date so the reason it was november 17th was because that was exactly two years after the movie was initially released worldwide so two years on that anniversary, 
many of the cast, and that was just a few. There was also crew members. So many people now, took to Twitter two years later, and they were still asking to release but, the Snyder Cut. And keep in mind, there was also a ton of other things that were keep, uh, taking place during this time, like the whole subway situation. They had gotten involved. Oh, that's right. All of the conventions that and were suicide, suicide awareness. Yes, yeah, suicide now, awareness. There but, was hundreds of thousands of dollars that were raised by the release the Snyder Cut campaign yeah. for suicide prevention. So a lot of things taking place now, during this time. But also, it was important to remember, and it was interesting, Cavill never came out officially at the time. No. During all this, because everyone was like, where's Cavill? Why is he not saying anything? And there was talk like, oh, it's because he is, is he in negotiations for Superman, you know, Man of Steel 2. Does he not want to rock the boat? He's busy on Witcher. Like, there was, like, he was the one voice that he didn't come so out. He was so upset about Mustache Gate that he was yeah, and, done and with fi- it. And what's his name? Um, uh, Ray Fisher was kind of like the biggest proponent of this and it right. seems a like a lot of people talked about him having the least to lose at the time okay. by speaking about it um and i think that that true or false i was excited by how much he had snyder's back on this and it just know? seems like at that point wow they really we didn't see everything of, of of cyborg in the film there was a ton cut out with cyborg so maybe that's he had a lot invested like hey we filmed all this stuff with my family and this and that because and it was cyborg's movie and it didn't really end up that way Wow, uh, Ryan Nelson, our producer, reminding us there was a $40,000 billboard for Snyder Cut at San Diego Comic-Con in 2019. That's pretty Someone's wild. got some money because just yesterday, someone flew over the WB building here. A thank you, WB, for releasing the Snyder Cut banner and a plane last night. To be fair, though, WB deserves a hefty amount of criticism for how this entire thing has been handled. And that's the one thing, like, I've always wanted a Snyder Cut. I think all of us have. But it's been pretty obvious how WB has mismanaged everything right from the start. I mean, Zack Snyder did not want to throw justice league out there. Like he did. He wanted to build the universe, but the WB was in a hurry. Let's, let's be honest. They were. Let's break all that down. Still after this timeline, as we make our way through it, guys, we are in December now taking you back to right before Christmas time, December 4th, 2019, Zack Snyder confirmed that the cut exists. So this was the first time that we heard Zack Snyder confirm that this cut exists. He used real images. Um, and remember, this was the post, is it real? Does it exist? Of course it does. Uh, again, this is another bum, bum, bum moment. 254-minute assembly cut, right? Like they, yep, yep, yeah. yep, 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 yep. Uh, now we're finally in 2020. We are in January. It is the 16th. Can you picture it now? There's a nice crisp chill to the air. Snyder shares his new Justice League image of Dark Side in action. Uh, a lot of people have been asking him for Dark Side images, what's happening here. And this uh, image was released, Ryan, if you have it for us. Dark side in action. Do, do we remember the? I, I forgot his name. He's on Twitter. Um, the voice actor for for Dark Side that was cast that did his lines. I, I want to say his name was same, Ray. Something. For some He's reason, a, I thought it was the same guy that played Grodd and Flash. Um, it could be. Um, Maybe Ryan, not, if you could no. look find that for us, buddy. I, actually, I'll look it up too. He he's active on Twitter and he posted yeah, about so it. He's this was the image. Um, Oh yeah, Johnny. This must speak to you because this looks straight out of WWE right here, uh, mixed with 
Ray like, Porter. That's in uh, the Ray chat. Porter. That's it. Ray Porter. Thanks to J.R. Ray in the chat for uh, Ray Porter. Thank what you, guys. Photo. What a yeah. photo that is. Such oh. an amazing, amazing picture. Definitely piqued people's interests, which made us move on to February. It's the week before Valentine's Day. Love is in the air, y'all. And Snyder cut stunt video revealed an epic fight for Batman uh, in Justice League. Oh, with the Parademons. Yep, with the Parademons. Yeah. Uh, you remember it well, Mikey. I do. Going to February 25th, which was just as recent as a couple of months ago, Affleck came out and he said that the Snyder Cut should be available. So then, of course, after that, with the launch of HBO Max coming and them talking about launching with Friends, but the Friends reunion getting pushed, there was conversations about what they were going to do and would HBO Max be released in May with the Snyder Cuts. A ton of people were speculating that it would. Obviously, we have found out now that the HBO Max launch will not include the Snyder Cut. We will wait until 2021 to see this baby. Uh, Adam, I'm coming to you. You hear this news and your initial thoughts are what? Um, Well, as you said, we've been covering this for a year. So total surprise, no. Um, Really happy it's happening. Yes, I think the first time... And like, if people are going back to videos, I think the first time I personally said, guys, this might happen was in conjunction with some of these HBO Max rumors, because I still feel that a theatrical release is too big a risk, makes no sense. But guess what? The whole world around any theatrical release has changed since then. Yeah. This idea of HBO Max, the current state of the world, it makes more sense than ever. Um, we knew that you couldn't just release it. It needed to be finished. Whether it existed or not, and, 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 and as you, how, how you define what exists means. Does a cut exist? Sure. Does a cut exist that could be shown without $20 million? No. So does it exist or not? That's open to interpretation. The fact that they're willing to spend the money seems smart. Um, and um, I'm, I haven't rewatched the original movie um, I remember I, I did like it when we first saw it. I have the embarrassing experience of actually running into Zach and Deborah Snyder on the Friday night of the release and telling them that I liked the movie, not knowing what must have been going on in poor Zach uh, at that time. Yeah. So I will call myself out. I am an absolute tool for saying that to him. And then I'm yeah, that's, yeah, that's not the wrong though, man. You didn't know. I don't know. I, I, I could have said nothing, but I couldn't resist going up to him and saying something. I could have yeah, liked I do. about his business. Yeah. Um, and, so, and, and, and just, you know, I also don't want to say that, like, I'm the biggest fan of BBS. I'm not. Um, I definitely like the extended cut a lot more, a lot, lot more. Um, and uh, I'm excited to see it. I mean, I don't know that it's going to change the world, but... It, it does feel like this will be really amazing for people to watch. And it's certainly a good move for HBO Max. Touching upon what you talked about earlier, Adam, Johnny, I want to ask you about this. Speaking semantics, in semantics, semantically, whatever you want to phrase it as. Ad nauseum. Speaking ad nauseum, uh, do you believe, considering they are now waiting till 2021 to release the Snyder Cut, and they have to add somewhere between 20 and $30 million to this budget in order to complete this film for it to be seen, 
What do you think about the fact that people were saying, see, I told you so there was a Snyder cut. Does that count as a, does, does it count? Where, where do we stand? Here's the thing. There are a lot of people with this, the I told you so's and they're screaming. Let's all just enjoy the moment. We're in the middle of a quarantine. It's been a rough couple of months for a lot of people out there. Let's be grateful it's happening. Guess what? If you said you didn't think a cut existed, you were right because it's not done. If you said you did believe a cut existed, you're also right because clearly Zack Snyder had a lot of it done. Let's all come together and not pretend that we're all experts here and we all knew everything because none of us did. Only really Zach knew and whenever HBO Max reached out to him. The question is, how long did Zach know? We don't know. Let's all just celebrate this moment because unfortunately, hindsight's twenty twenty. We can't go back and give Zach the, the five-part epic that he really wanted to do. And quite frankly, I think it would have been a masterpiece if he was given full creative autonomy. Unfortunately, that didn't happen, but it sure seems like he's going to be able to do exactly what he wants with this, whether it's a six-part series or what have you. We should all be very excited about this. So all the I told you so people, just, just, yeah, come on. Mikey, coming to you because yeah. we have, like I keep saying, we've talked about this a bajillion times on this show. We yep. are finally getting the Snyder Cut. Are yeah. you concerned at all? that the people who have been pushing for this for so long and the amount of hype around this is impossible to live up to. Um, people are so okay. excited Let me about say, this. Yeah. Well, let's say this. Uh, okay, I've thought a lot about this. Um, I am one of the people who does love BBS. I love Zack Snyder's DCEU that he did. Um, I think what's going to happen, I think this film is going to be very much in the vein of BBS. I think it's going to be that tone. I think it's, you know, I, we hear rumors that Batman is going to die in this because that's how he ended his, because again, it was going to be a five-part film, a five-part DCU film with Batman dying in this. Um, I think the fans that didn't like BBS, you're not going to like this. I think people like myself who love BBS and the way that they were going are going to absolutely love this film. Do you think that the majority of people who are hashtag release the Snyder cut diehards yeah, liked right. or disliked BBS. I think they, they like BBS because they like what they saw. Like I, just I can admit, more. I can admit, I get why people don't like BBS. I 100% get why people don't like it. I will never fight with someone saying you're wrong for not liking this film. Cause I get it. I get why you don't like it. I get it. I see all the fights. Like, I just love it. I don't, th I think the people that want this, I think the people that are, the anti-Snyder people like this film never existed. And now they're backtracking. This film's going to come out. They go, see, well, you got it. You're happy. It's not good. They're not going to like it. They're not suddenly going to become Zack Snyder DC fans when this comes out. But I think the fact that, you know, I, for, for me, it's stuff like, you know, and I, I've, I've come on record saying, wow, I was really wrong about Justice League because I loved it when I first saw it. And now when I watch it, I'm like, oh, man, because you I, see I, the scenes. Yeah. You see the scenes and you see the, the scenes in like Ben Affleck is like two different people in certain scenes. Like he looks completely right. different in two different scenes in the same scene. And she's like, and we saw the pictures, like the fact that like, we know the flying Fox, his vehicle was in a hangar that Wayne enterprises had off. But the way Joss made it look like it was part of the Batcave, like stuff like that, that you're like, what? Like, so to see that come together, to see wonder woman at Superman's grave, when they're digging up Superman's grave that we know she was at that scene, like those things. I love, that dark aesthetic and i i you know i think it's still this is not going to unify everybody together to love zach but it's his film 
and we finally get to see that whether you loved it or not this isn't going to change how you feel about him and his films I would like to take a minute to address Please something do. if you guys are okay. Uh, ad nauseum, we, Rox? Ad, ad nauseum, we yield the floor to Roxy. Please For all do. intents and purposes. This is based off of, so thank you to Miguel Bustos II in the chat for saying, ha, Roxy, trying to avoid that bowl of crow. Um, and to the 5,000 other people who have tweeted me that exact same original thing. And I mean that because I'm going to take this time to really seriously address this. Um, when... This started coming out, released the Snyder Cut, as we just talked about in the timeline a couple of years ago. Did I say I didn't believe that a Snyder Cut existed? Yes, I thought that a Snyder Cut wasn't a realistic thing. I didn't think we were going to see that. I knew that he had had different ideas, but was there a full, complete cut of the movie? No, I didn't believe so. And there wasn't. Was there? No, there wasn't. Um, And then also as human beings, are we allowed to change our mind as more information becomes available. I'd like to think, yes, I'd like to think we live in a society in which when actors start saying they've seen certain things or, uh, you know, he was, Snyder was working on this movie and building towards a cut. Am I allowed to say, okay, now I think this is more realistic? Yeah, I do think I am. But the thing that saddened me most about this is for the last several months, upwards of a year, you guys know I addressed on the show I'm on their team now. For a while, I thought it was very entitled. The first thing when a movie comes out to do is to request that another cut be released. You didn't work on the movie. You don't get to (laughs) demand that another cut be released. And I don't like that. Was it my favorite movie? No. But did I say, did I bang on the table and say, give me the Snyder cut? That's not really who I am because I'm a, I support artists. And until Snyder said he wanted it released, I didn't think it was our prerogative to say we wanted it released. But once this became realistic and once Snyder clearly wanted it released and so did the actors, I was on their team because I want people who want their art to be seen to have the opportunity to have their art be seen. So I was really happy and on board with the Snyder Cut. But here's the thing. Here's the part that really upsets me. Right now is it time for love and happiness. We did it. It's happening. We're getting the Snyder cut and the amount of finger pointing and wagging and people saying, I told you so really, that's not the point, especially for a movement that was created out of love and support and something that wanted to give hundreds of thousands of dollars to suicide prevention and helping people in the hardest and darkest moments of their life. Really, the people in that movement are going around and instead of being happy during this time and saying how glad they are we're seeing the Snyder Cut, they're pointing the finger at others and they're pointing blame and they're yelling and they're screaming and they're waving their fists and they're saying, you didn't believe us. Why is society like that? And so I ask you to look at yourselves and to be happy. We did it. All of us DC lovers are getting something great out of this. So Instead of going around and throwing hate right now, I think what Zack Snyder would want you to be doing, and he can speak for himself, but what I think he probably wants is for everybody to be happy and for the community to be joined in this. So it's just a strange time. Um, And that's my, that is my- Rox, I think you, you, you like kind of you're addressing yourself, uh, you got lumped in and, and there's still a contingency of people in our circle that are these pundits that just have this venom towards fandom. Right. They are not, I'm not talking fans. I'm talking the people that have a voice on YouTube that 
are out there. And, and for me, like I look at, and I've said this before, I look at John Schnepp as kind of the king of all of us. And that one video that was posted out there that's out there right now, he's on the end going, yeah, there's a Snyder cut. It'll get released on, like he was the ultimate fandom and he would rash, lash out against fandom and call, say this and that, but he like, but there are still people out there like you rocks change your mind. And you're like, yeah, this is this, I support this. You're just a loving person. Yep. But there are people out there on these shows that are so entitled and they will lash out and I don't, and now they're like doubling down. And like one of our former news shows is writing this article now that just, just a, such an awful take on the whole Snyder cut. I was embarrassed and I'm glad a lot of my friends, um, don't work for that company anymore but it was embarrassing it was disgusting this article they wrote about the snyder cut and they're like well this just entitles fans and it's a bullshit move for studios to do and i was like no it doesn't it's you know i so i, I feel i'm sorry rox you got you know felt attacked by that and, and I, I get you gotta you know you're dealing with it and what was said but it's just like you're not those people and i know you so well, it's, it's not like, even just me I, you weren't going for a few fans you don't F you, you were never saying against the fans. You were never like, you need to grow the hell up. Get on, move on with your life. You're just like, nope, I don't want this. So right. move on. There we go. And, so, and if I could yeah. just put a, a button on it, none of us, it, it's not Roxy's job to be correct all the time. If you look at the biggest hosts on television, in radio, whether it's sports, whether it's politics, whether it's entertainment, they're not paid to be right. These are shows about passion and fandom and yes we report what is out there and then we have our opinions it's no one's job to be correct and so people need to realize that like just but, be entertained by it and if you don't agree you don't have to agree but i see people in uh, one person specifically demanding an apology in the chat no one owes an apology no uh, one does speaking of uh, <laughs> not being correct can we now speculate about some cool things like what do you guys think we're going to get from yeah, this thank you adam great what do you question think they're going to yeah. add to it. And what does it mean, if anything, Ricky Middlesworth sent us a very interesting speculative email for the future of DCEU actors that we thought were out or are they maybe back in play? I mean, what are the... Um, I don't, well, I'll say this. I think Blanket's, Blanket's statement, this is the closing of Zack Snyder's... He's done. This okay. is it. I don't think he's coming back for another thing. I think he's moved on. This was a, a um, cause he'd said, and then we'll talk a little bit about this. He, there was an article. He said he received a phone call in November, him and his wife saying of this, of, of, uh, of last year, 2019. And when Roxy was saying that all the people were coming to him as sport, he got a phone call set from WB saying, Hey, there's a lot of talk about this. What would it take to finish your film? And I think this all came about the HBO max is a huge thing. Cause these HBO people are involved at this point. I think there was a changing of the guard. Fujihara was out. Um, Hamada was in. John's, Jeff Johns kind of stepped away. Jim Lee kind of came in. And then Snyder screened in February his cut in black and white. He didn't want to do it in color because the green screen would distract a little bit. The It was at his house in Pasadena. And apparently it was like WB, HBO Max, finance people. And they said, okay, we this is great. How much would it take to finish this film? So this is not, we're not going to get you know, green screen shots, like, cause we know Junkie XL did the score. That score is done. So you what have you to think though, do you think that we are going to get, because people have been speculating, is this going to be a six part or a three part mini series? Is this going to be released as one? What do you guys <sighs> think? And what do you hope? I, it's going to be, I mean, God, these are talking four hours long. I mean, we're going to get Martian Manhunter. 
We're getting, you know, Kiersey Clemens is Iris in Lanterns, there. right? What does this mean for the future of DC? Is this canon? No, this is this is this closes the chapter. I believe okay. DC is doing their thing, standalone films. It's somewhat canon on this universe. I mean, we all know yeah. the universe. So yeah, it's canon, but it's not necessarily applying to future you know, movies. Right. The DC's yeah. moved on. This is but, just a but could this fan. be an opening for Zack Snyder to have his own world with HBO Max if it does well? I don't think so. Okay. I think uh, he's gotten it. so much crap over the years about this. But, but you know, Johnny brings up a good point that kind of what R- Ricky Middlesworth was implying and is that can you see a world in which instead of like the Berlantiverse, what if you have a DC EU that has something more like a Game of Thrones budget where it can be more interconnected and it's not like the MCU where they just give you a little bit of uh, continuity in every movie and it takes 10 years to really do a story arc and you have a proper connected universe. And again... More comp- more advanced than Arrowverse, but not as expensive as a billion dollar movie or something. Adam, I think it's a never say never because remember going into Joker, we were all like, "There's the, everybody said there's never going to be a Joker two. That's never going to take place." But then something does very well, and yeah. all of a sudden you change your uh, mind because people are allowed to change their minds. So I think that if this somehow starts a new movement or people get really excited about something, is there opportunity to have an entire HBO Max universe in this? Snyder cut universe possibly Uh, I also want to get to some of these super chats and I do want to get to the Ruby Rose news but the super chats are coming in thank you guys so much by the way if you are here live if you're one of the 300 people watching live right now we love 300 live you make sure you like this video thumbs up leave a comment after the fact as well that really helps people find our videos and we appreciate you doing that dan v 900 says i've seen far too many people in the snyder cup movement harass others online including Raul coley yesterday um, who's from iZombie, for just saying it sets a bad precedent to be fair it happened first with the last jedi and with the rise of skywalker um i just think no matter what side you're on just like be chill don't harass anybody harassing's not cool we're all we're all fans um, Mikey, I'm going to bear, I'm going to go through oh, some good, of these. Do your things, do your Larry Lee says, I guess I'm wrong. Didn't think the cut existed. Hoping for a mini series. Great. Larry Lee. um, totally works. You're allowed to be right, wrong. And mini series sounds cool. I just want to say says, if we do get oh, a yeah. six episode mini series, that's going to be like the last dance again for superheroes. Like that would be the, <laughs> be so one, cool. Oh, once a week, we're just waiting for it on say a Sunday night at nine o'clock. Can you, you imagine getting that for Tom Brady? Did you see it? I don't care. Tom Brady's getting his own last dance. Whatever. Uh, Who cares? Dan says, I'll see the cut out of curiosity, but I've seen a lot more people flood WB Twitter threads and harass actors and comic creators for simply saying they're not fans of the Snyder's films. It's unacceptable. Um, I agree with that. Uh, I know that, Mikey, you put out a thing about it being six hours long. Do we think that this is going to really be six hours long? I mean, he's adding 20 to $30 million. That's... I don't think that's going to be, and and I'm going to go out and say something that I could be wrong about and say, I think it's going to be a movie because if it's his vision, his vision was not to make a miniseries. And I think you pace and you end chapters episodically differently. Now I know Quentin Tarantino just did that with one of his movies and is going to do that with more. So he can edit it to be a, a miniseries. It wouldn't totally shock me, but I hope we get, uh, a three-hour um, superhero epic is what is what let, I'm hoping. Adam, let me ask you this, buddy, because this is and this this is a marketing thing. 
Because what I think will happen is it will be a mini series because think of how many people will buy HBO Max just to watch the Snyder Cut if it's a one hour, a four hour movie, five hour movie. Instead, you spread it out over six weeks and you do a one week free period. They can't do that. Yeah, I mean, I think either way, I would have done that. I mean, probably would because there's nothing on HBO Max I'm really excited for. Like people say, it's like my uh, my girlfriend's like, you're gonna buy HBO Max. I'm like, you damn right, I'm gonna buy it for this. I had no desire to buy it because I've seen everything that's out already. Maybe if if they bundle it with DC, I would do it. But as it stands right now, I'm like, I wouldn't do it. So for this, you damn right, I'm buying it. They got me. Well, I then agree. I guess I you'll will... wait till 2021. Yeah, go sure. ahead, Johnny. I agree. I will make a severe effort to get someone's HBO Max password. No doubt. <laughs> I got you, friend. I got you. <laughs> I already paid the same amount for HBO Go or Now or whichever. I know it's like $14 a month. I've heard that HBO is part of the HBO Max bundle. Is that true? And now do yes. you know if you have to, do you it, cancel your subscription or change it or it what? It depends on where you have it. Um, if you have it through HBO, it adds it. I think if you have it through like Amazon or Hulu as an add-on, you have to do something but okay. I know that there are ways to do it. Um, and we'll keep you guys posted on that. But we still have another major news story to talk about this week. And any other week on this show, this would be the biggest news, uh, which is so crazy that we got hit so hard this week. But guys, Batwoman star Ruby One, two, Ruby, punch. Boom, boom, is going to be exiting the series prior to season two. So Batwoman will be returning Ruby Rose will not be returning. And even more information came out about this today as people have been questioning why the actual F is Ruby Rose leaving the show. And I'm pretty sure more information will come. But initially, here's what the announcement said. The quote was, I have made the very difficult decision to not return to Batwoman next season. Obviously, this is coming from Ruby Rose. This was not a decision I made lightly as I have the utmost respect for the cast, crew, and everyone involved with the show in both Vancouver and Los Angeles. I am beyond appreciative of Greg Berlanti, Sarah Schechter, Caroline Dries for not only giving me this incredible opportunity, but for welcoming me into the DC universe and uh, that they have so beautifully created. Thank you Mm -hmm. to Peter Roth and Mark Petowitz and the teams at Warner Brothers and the CW who put so much into the show and always believed in me. Thank you to everyone who made season one a success. I'm truly grateful. So that was the statement that was released. Sounds very, very official, very officially worded Uh, statement. And then remember, there was additional comments from sources saying that she was not leaving because of injuries. We had talked about this prior that she had severe injuries on set. I believe it was a stunt that went wrong. Uh, yeah, her back with the disc and um, yeah, she had believe, yeah. very serious problems with that. But people came out and said that was not why she was leaving. Um, and so the question was, so why is she leaving? Uh, CW has been doing this a long time with their DC shows. They obviously have it. these contracts down tight. We know and- from Stephen Amell, he's talked about the fact that every single year, if they wanted him back, there was nothing he could do. He had to come back and he was grateful to do so, but we know. Well, hold on, Rox. Let's, yeah. It, he, that's because he's under contract, not because right. he just was has no say. He probably signed an X amount of right. your contract. He said, he said, I signed this willingly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I signed willingly. This is our contract, which makes you question what was Ruby Rose's contract then? What did she sign? And what were the options there? All right. Um, when you first heard this, Johnny, what were you thinking? 
Did you have any speculation on why Batwoman or Ruby Rose wanted to step away from each other? Uh, any thoughts at all? Uh, to be honest, I mean, the physical therapist just jumped out right away and said, oh yeah, it was the injury. Cause you know, that's, that's a terrifying thing. From what I understand, it was a, a neck injury that required, uh, I think she had a couple herniated discs. So generally that would mean you'd have to get a disectomy, which means they go in and they do their best to repair the disc. They take a little bit out if that's causing the herniation and you're usually fine within three Look months. Johnny. Well, you know, it's a, a, <laughs> a college for it. And so um, you can't do anything overhead for a number of weeks. It's difficult. You have to be careful just, you know, turning. And so I thought immediately that's what it was. It was the neck injury and it was, um, but apparently it wasn't that. And I'm glad that she's fully recovered. So uh, I don't know her as a person, so it's hard for me to speculate. But I thought first, boom, it had to be the neck injury. Then today, there seemed to be more conversation about the reason that she le- uh, was leaving was that there was um, tension on set because she, and, and there's not exact quotes on this, and I'm not positive, um, but sources, I saw this in Variety, but it was reported in a couple different places, that she was not happy with her hours um, and that they were having her work more than she initially thought she was going to. And that was causing com- some kind of friction on set. Also, there was conversation about her doing a lot of her own stunts um, and whether or not she wanted to or they, they're, things like that. So, Adam, what does that make you think really took place here? Well, um, I just wanted to acknowledge one of our super chats, NV900, uh, pointed out that Andy Whitfield being recast in Spartacus seems like a bigger deal. Um, that, that was a different story, though. Very different story. That was very different reason, guys. But, and again, I've seen a few episodes of Batgirl. That, that's an, an incident where an actor had cancer. They actually did a substitute season of a separate show within that world to give him time. Yeah. That was very much built on his performance. That is still one of my absolute favorite shows. Period. Oh, I didn't know that. I love that show. I love that show. Oh, I love Spartacus. Him in that show. I found his performance so empathetic. I think Agreed. here, because, and I hope I don't offend any fans of Ruby Rose here, I think because the bat suit is a huge part of this, I think you get somebody else, it's not as big a deal. Also, only one season in. It doesn't seem like people are that hurt by this. It seems like people were angry at her casting. Seemed like she won people over somewhat. Seems like people thought it was rocky season, but ended up kind of liking the show. Um, And um, I think most people feel like it will move on and be better for it. I feel like this is not, it's a big deal, but I don't think it's, uh, I think it's going to be okay. Uh, Mikey, how are yeah. you feeling about this? I know that they've been very open about they will be recasting somebody. They want to go with somebody who's relatively unknown and is, of course, a member of the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, um, are you? Do you think this might be, bring new light to well, Batwoman? How are you feeling, Rox? If you guys remember, you, yes. we we were not we were all in kind of disagreement when she was cast in this role. Right. Because I remember the text where I was driving you and I kind of got into it a little bit. Like I was not a fan of her to be cast in this role. Right. The character of Batman. I was a big fan. But you weren't a fan because you didn't like her as an actress. And I felt, well, not even that. I felt like the character of Batwoman is big enough that you get an unknown. You get a Stephen Amell time. Stephen Amell had, yeah, he had a TV career, but he wasn't what he is now. And you make the character, it it was overshadowed by this. 
by her, this casting coup. And it was a great get for the casting team because she was a hot commodity coming off of John Wick 2, Orange is the New Black. So it was a huge get. Um, I think it's a chance for an actress that's, you know, I'm very torn on the whole. And again, this is, it, it speaks as my kind of white privilege, straight white male. The fact that they need a member of the lesbian LGBT community for this. I'm not for specific like i don't think if you're gay you can only play gay roles or you are a gay person a straight man can't play a gay role and a straight a gay man can't play a straight role that's like saying we only want alcoholics to play alcoholics i i don't yes there's different that they bring a different perspective to it i get that but it's acting so that's a whole nother ball of wax we can get into and again this is me my white I don't privilege know that we, saying I don't know that we want to. I um, won't. But I, I, I'm just I saying, Rox, for me. I hear I re- what you're saying, um, but I do think that Mikey there has been, for a longer amount of time, there have been roles about uh, people I who agree. are alcoholics. I agree. And there are not I, as many. Rox, I 100% agree. I'm not arguing the point. I get it. I 100%. The roles for leading people, uh, a leading role who is a gay character is there's there are none of them so now that they are i get it and i'm 100 on board i'm but, saying looking 100 years down the line different topic the anyway, reason but, going back though for a second the reason right. that i was talking about this being the biggest recast ever is because she is the she is the title character and this wasn't a pilot recast oh, I, I get she it. did an entire season i get it and roxy that's and it's a I'm gonna, ma- major I'm gonna bring property this up, yeah for you roxy to ask what so well, let me ask you Roxy, what are your thoughts because I want to, I want to do a I, kind so of counterpoint I with you about think, this. I believe I'm the only Batwoman fan, not the character, the TV show in here. I, I don't know if you guys stuck with it, but it was I, a, it got rough for me. It was very rough. So I like this show, um, and there were rough parts, but I actually enjoyed it, and I was one of the people who really liked Ruby Rose's portrayal. Okay. Um. So, uh, for a lot of reasons, I'm kind of bummed, but you could also tell at times. That she wasn't, um, it didn't seem the same way as it did on Orange is the New Black with her, where she just seemed so, so freaking into it. Um, she just seemed kind of sometimes like the secondary character on her own show behind Alice the villain. No. So I, I'd be excited to see, I'm still going to watch. I'm excited to see who they go with. I like the fact that they're going with an unknown. Um, previous AfterBuzz host, who is now with the WWE, Daria Baronado, um, Sonia Deville, Johnny, obviously you know her. She Seen has her thrown her, <laughs> she's thrown her name into the ring uh as a member of the lgbtq plus community and as obviously a jacked ass chick uh and i think she would actually be a great fit so and if um, anyone's been watching smackdown recently um her has has, she's had some of her best microphone opportunities in her career so i I think roxy and this kind of this kind of goes for me back to the pattinson thing where pattinson didn't want to work out and people were upset about this. It's like, this is a role you know going in. You are the lead character on a show. You know that the WB, WB, like we said, they have this thing going. They know what they're doing. Now, it's been eight years of these shows. When you got some like a Mel that's constantly working out, constantly doing the stunts, the fights, the stunt team, uh, Bamford, James Bamford is now a stunt coordinator. He, was a, he directs a ton of episodes now. They know what they're doing. Um, this was a case, and I feel that an actress who didn't realize like a a normal TV show network show shoots eight to 10 days for one episode. You're the lead. You're doing eight to 10 of those days. She's used to doing orange is the new black where she might've worked one or two days a week 
this was a massive change. I don't think she was cut out for it, but you signed up for this. You're the lead in a, yeah. in a show. There are thousands of other actresses, lesbian, gay actresses out there that this would have changed their lives to do this role. This role didn't change Ruby Rose's life. Like her career, she'll still make movies. This was and a speaking chance. Speaking of those movies, uh, Orlando Orega in the super chat said, I read a report that Ruby wanted to be in movies and not a TV actress. I hope that's not true. Well, uh, I read that somewhere that. also. Dan says in the super chat, Rosenbaum and Amel both burnt out just later. 12 to 14 hour days in rainy Vancouver isn't ideal. Hartley only has 10 hour days on This Is Us and it's hard. Sure. Um, yeah, so I think it, everybody can handle different amounts of things and wants to handle different right. amounts of things. I'm still excited for the show. It seems like this is probably a good choice because the last thing you want is an actor on set who doesn't want to be there and a crew who doesn't want that person there. And you and I'm understand. not saying that that's exactly what happened, but it felt like it might be building to that. But on, on the and also on the one hand, rocks. it's like being on that set, you've got a minimum 50 people waiting around on you. And, and you've got to show up. you got to do the work. It's like, that's your job as an actor, right. what you're hired to do. And for her, maybe, hopefully it was her saying, hey, this is not right for me. And that's commendable if well, someone can say that. hopefully it is right for somebody else. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a godsend for someone right now. It, this is Adam, a fantastic what, what makes you so confused or concerned about this? What are we looking at? Oh, no, no, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not necessarily confused. I'm just... Um, yeah, I, I don't know about the, the movie thing because no one really knows what's going on in the world of movies anymore. So right. I, I don't, normally I would say, yeah, this is somebody that's been in movies, but it could also be, you know, we just heard that um, Skeet Ulrich is uh, leaving. Oh, that's Riverdale, right, yeah. Uh, Riverdale. Um, these shows kind of are boring to me after a while, you know? I'm not a big fan of them anymore. And, and, and if you are already are successful, you're right. It's it's a boon to any actor's career, but like I can see them being not the most rewarding material to be wa working on. It's monotonous and and like yeah, you could say you should be lucky. Anybody would be glad to do it, but if you're an artist, and I could see them not being the most creatively, but, rewarding, which is what Val Kilmer. You're said. right. I mean, I get you, Adam. But remember, she came out at the beginning where she was like, I can't believe I'm given this opportunity to represent this culture. This is this that she. I remember that big big thing she wrote about. It's sometimes, like it's like you're, sometimes we're wrong. Sometimes I guess we're so. wrong about. What I guess we want. so. I I, I think WB's handling wrong. it very well. Um, I think it was um, Mark Guggenheim who did a tweet like, "Yeah, it's a challenge." But I, I went to the writers and it's like this is a challenge, and that's what's great about this career in this field is we're challenged and we rise to the challenge. So I think I made it. People said that they might give me ask me like what I think is going to happen. I I bet. This helps the show. And what I think is going to happen, because we introduced Bruce Wayne under the show. Well, Bruce Wayne, he's hush as Bruce Wayne. I think Batman, they bring in Batman and Bruce Wayne full-time next season. And that will help take the shift away from this, the character change. And it, I think it will. I don't I think know. Batman when they brought in. Superman onto Supergirl, it opened up an entire can of worms. Uh, I don't think so, because we know we're already, somebody pointed out, we're getting two theatrical, sort of theatrical bats in 2021. So I don't know if you really want to do that. I think, if, I if think those dates Batman remain. comes in. Johnny, uh, any final thoughts about Ruby Rose? Do you think that it's okay that she, or do you have any kind of judgment on the fact that she wanted this and then she seemingly did not no no judgment whatsoever i mean look when it comes down to it like you just mentioned you don't always have to be right uh there's there's a quote that i like to live by there are no losses only lessons so you know she she took the opportunity 
Um, and then she decided to walk away for one reason or the other. And so they recast it. We have to remember, we don't know what the state of Hollywood is going to be after things, I guess, get back to normal. I don't even know what normal is. None of us do. We don't know what it's going to be like when studios are going to open back up, how open they're going to be, uh, when people can gather together again to go watch films and stuff like that. So I think there's a lot of unknown right now. So we, we may have it to where bigger stars are taking television roles. And, and obviously we're seeing celebrities doing voiceovers now. We're seeing celebrities doing commercials. 10 years ago, you didn't see that. Try finding a show not hosted by a celebrity these days. It's impossible. Yeah. So it's really hard to predict. Right. How are these movies that, like a Marvel movie or a DC movie that makes a billion dollars, how are they going to do that if you can't fill a theater like you used to could? I, I'm sorry, Adam. Because like, I've, I've been in touch like with SAG and stuff, and, and they're kind of posting to us each daily. Uh, like Governor Newsom here was kind of like, yep, entertainment issue is ready to go back. And the agents, the producer, producers, producers like, like, uh, hold on a second. No, we're not. We have not even gotten together with the unions to talk about safety. So the California state is kind of pushing, but the industry itself is like, hold on, pump the brakes. We're not going anywhere right now. I so, guess we're going to just have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, but one thing we do know is we are not going anywhere on this show. We will be back next week for DC Movie News. Uh, in the meantime, though, our boy Johnny, it's Yo. so good to see you on this show, Johnny. I'm so happy to be looking at your face. But where can people keep up with you? I know you got your own show going on, so talk to us. Yeah, for everyone who didn't get a chance to watch last week, I was on last week, and you know, first time in over a year. It's always great to see you guys, and uh, we, obviously, we talk all the time on text, but it's great to actually like get the band back together. But uh, I'm at Jay Quasto on social media, and I started doing a weekly live stream. Uh, conversation debate show called Triple Threat. That's really fun. I bring together three totally different people, different walks of life, different career paths. Even a dog can join in if he wants to. And uh, and it's a lot of fun. Otherwise, just, yeah, social media, I'll, yeah, anything I'm doing, it's on there pretty much. Next, I'm going to the man who was born in New York. Yes, that's right. I'm talking about Mikey Christmas. Mikey. That's right. Yes, kiddo. <laughs> Where can dogs are barking. There you. they are. Yeah, they couldn't be a show thing. without the dogs barking. Let them do their thing. Yeah. Uh, there's the lady. Um, talk to us. You can find me at Mike Kalinowski underscore or at Mike Kalinowski. I'm still there, but it's... Uh, I don't know. You can't respond. It's and Adam Gertler, where can everybody keep up with you and eat your uh, sausage? Yeah. Uh, any doghouse, uh, anywhere near you, doghouse, D-O-G-H-A-U-S.com. Uh, you can have my sausage in your mouth. A lot of us are doing badass breakfast burritos right now. If you can, if you're near a badass breakfast burritos, um, they are amazing. I'm so proud of them. Uh, Adam Gertler on Twitter. Uh, I do want to talk about Star Girl. I did just watch it, so we got to talk about that next week for sure. Definitely, we will be talking about that and hopefully Swamp Thing next week unless we get hit with another crazy week of news. Yeah. Yes, I can't wait to watch the Wes Craven Swamp Thing. I know oh, Mike. Oh, God almighty. We're going to have a watch-along God party. Almighty. Who's going to love it more? I don't know. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me at Roxy Stryer. Round of applause for our amazing producer, Ryan Nilsson, who's at Ryan Nilsson. We appreciate you all being here with us. Again, don't forget, thumbs up, leave a comment. It really helps. We love you guys who join us live. We love you guys who listen to us after the fact and we read everything you have to say. So thank you for being here and we'll see you next time on DC Movie News. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.